Hello, everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of In Context, a CCSU Journalism Department podcast. I am Kelly Langevin, your quarantine host and producer, and today's segment is about the election. According to Circle, Center for Information and Research on Civic Learning and Engagement, historically, young voters ages 18 to 29 have voted at lower rates than older adults. This trend is changing. In 32 out of 40 states, registration among 18 to 24-year-olds is higher than it was in 2016. Absentee and early voting requested by young people has also risen since 2016, which Circle says was expected due to the pandemic. Research, according to Circle, shows that this age group's interest and participation in this year's election is at historic levels. I wanted to hear from young voters in Connecticut about who they are voting for in this election and why they are choosing to vote. Hey, my name is Azario. I voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and I voted because four years ago in 2016, I actually neglected to vote, and I realized now that was a mistake. It's a mistake that me and plenty of other people my age made, and this year I'm here to rectify that choice. Hi, my name is Kylie. I'm a first-time voter. Um, I registered as a Republican, and I'm voting for Donald Trump because our economy was at an all-time high before coronavirus, and I'm confident that with him as president for the next four years, it will return to that. Central senior Joanna Zukowski talked to me about her involvement on campus as well as why she's choosing to vote this year. Joanna is a political science and philosophy double major, was a part of Central Student Government Association, and is the president of the Political Science Club. Joanna says she sees herself going into law over being a politician, but understands how the two are connected and urges everyone to pay attention to what is going on in our country. I am voting for the first time, first time presidential election um, because I was 17 in 2016. I am voting because it is our right to vote and it is how we participate in our democracy, um, how we vote for who governs us and what we vote for the future of the United States to look like. I think for people who choose not to vote just because they don't want to get involved in paying attention to politics. That's a really big privilege. And a lot of countries are still fighting for their right to vote, to have their voices heard by their governments. So I think it's it's a right and it's also just a responsibility on our parts to vote. As a first time voter, what are things that you want to see change? To me, my vote is it's sort of moral motivation. I feel like a lot of people, friends, neighbors, community members, CCSU students, people that I know and connect with, and I think that they deserve equal rights and equal opportunity. And unfortunately, it's gotten to the point where their rights are at risk of being taken away if they have once gained those rights. Joanna also said that due to COVID-19, that she wants to vote for an administration that will help not only the economy, but also save lives and help reduce positive COVID cases. This is a very important election. And while it's good that there's a lot of social media campaigning and there's a lot of social media activism, I just want to remind people that if you don't actually vote, then it was all for nothing. So if you are one to be very active on social media, make sure you go vote. Diana Cohen, a political science professor at Central, says that politics are growing more polarized, making voting about more than which candidate you like. With the polarization in today's politics, um, 
it really is emblematic of the fact that there are, are very substantive policy differences um, in, in terms of what Democrats and Republicans mean today. It really is about, um, you know, you want to have a say in what you think the government should be, what is the role of government in society? What would you say to people who say, I don't want to vote or I don't want to pay attention to politics because it doesn't involve me, it doesn't concern me? What would you say to those people who have those certain attitudes? I certainly heard that before in my classes, and I would say that um, it is a, um, a complete misconception to say that government or politics doesn't affect you. Politics affects everyone. From the moment you are born, you are born into a very political world. And you need to vote because then you can, again, have your say as to what you think, uh, what, what you like out of your politicians. What do you want for them to do for you? Uh, what is the ideology that you'd like them to bring to their elected office? So um, if you think that government doesn't affect you, I would say it's time to take a political science class or to uh, talk to maybe people that are uh, into politics to understand, well, why, why do politics matter? Because the reality is that politics are everywhere, be it in your education at CCSU, be it driving on the roads, be it access to certain services. Um, to say the government doesn't affect you, politics don't affect you is just uh, incorrect. Uh, politics are everywhere, and it's really up to us as citizens to recognize that and to understand what we want our society to look like. Cohen says social media has had an important impact on younger voters and how they are thinking about these issues, and elected officials are becoming more aware of how to reach this age group by finding new and clever ways using this technology. Unfortunately, she says social media can also contribute to the political polarization that we are seeing. Social media can certainly contribute to the partisan divide. And secondarily, a lot of times we friend people who are of a similar um, kind of demographic as us. So we sometimes might find ourselves in a bit of an echo chamber, constantly being exposed to views that are very similar to ours. So that kind of reinforces, you know, your own partisanship. Professor Cohen says that maintaining friendships with people who have opposing views is important because it can help decrease the partisan divide in our country. Cohen says being able to talk about both sides and not unfriending someone on social media because they voted for the opposite candidate is one way to develop a better understanding for one another. Cohen also emphasized that although the presidential election is important, paying attention and talking about elections at the lower levels of government is essential because change starts here and that shouldn't be forgotten. I would like to encourage all CCSU students, staff, faculty, administrators to please go out and vote. I know that a lot of people are kind of uh, unhappy with presidential politics, but again, keep in mind the importance of voting for the down ballot races. That is just as important because all politics are local. So I find that people are kind of obsessed with the presidential election. I, I understand, but we cannot overlook the fact that there are other people that are on this ballot that need your vote. So please go out and, and vote on election day. Whether you are voting red for Trump and Pence or blue for Biden and Harris, let your voice be heard. Early registration and online registration deadlines have passed, but Connecticut has election day registration for those who are eligible to vote. For more information on voting in Connecticut, 
visit portal.ct.gov and click on elections and voting. Thank you all for listening to this episode of In Context.